Welcome to the Champagne Wives podcast. I'm your host, Kelly. And I'm your co-host, Nicole. Hey, Kel. Hi. How are you? I'm okay. Be just, a, I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Normally you're like, I'm good, boo. I'm good, girl. Like you did, I told you already, the plight with these lashes, like literally <laughs> I have glasses on today because I plucked every single lash, lash that I had remaining <laughs> out of my eye and my eyes are hurt, hurting. I, well, I'm, so, I'm sorry about that. <sighs> me too. But I sent her a text. I sent Nicola a text message with all of like my lashes on the bed. On the white sheet. <laughs> like RIP to these lashes. And here go me. I was like, oh, I didn't know the, I didn't know what the hairs were. You did? I didn't know what the hairs were. Oh. And I was like, thank did God. You, you she didn't said, read the message? I just saw the picture okay. with the lashes on the white sheet. Girl. And then I was like, thank God those are lashes. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> like, and we've talked about this before. I've said this before that like, I can't do lashes for yeah. like a long period of time. And mm-hmm. like, I have to give myself breaks whenever I do get them. But this is just like a reminder that like, I can't do that shit. I'm just like, let my lashes grow out and just let them be great. Well, you have lovely, lovely, well, thick thank and you. full lashes. So that's not your plight. Me, on the other hand, I don't have lashes. So I. Now subscri- I don't have lashes. <laughs> you still have lashes. I you have, have more than me on I have a good a few. day. I have a few. So I subscribe to the lash game, um, but it's a tough time right now to have lashes because out. Pour some out for the day at home. (laughs) Rip. Uh, Allergy season is terrible right now here in Houston. So it's just like everything itches. I want to pluck them out. I want to do the same. Yeah. Anywho. Cheers. But cheers this. Thank you. So other than the lashes, how's your week been? So far so good. I can't complain. Other than that, I have nothing to complain about. Yeah. Been very slow at work. So mm. have not had much complaints on that front. But other than that, I'm good. Can't complain. Can't I'm complain. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back in the seats. We've changed our recording day a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we can make sure that we get you all this episode on Thursday at one, like we said we would. So excited to be um, able to do that. Last week's episode, we talked about nice guys and bad guys. Mm-hmm. Um and we had opinions, mm-hmm. um, but like I think we always do like, right. <laughs> but I think, um, at the end of the day, we discussed, we decided that being somewhere in the middle, having a nice guy that has some bad boy tendencies is probably the best place to be and not to over index on one side or the other. I think that's where we kind of ended up right last week. Yeah. And so thinking about this week's episode, Depending on where you are in your journey, right? Mm-hmm. If you are choosing to date or you're actually looking for a partner to settle down with, you're probably wanting to figure out like what should be what should be some of those traits on your checklist for a partner yeah. and a long-term partner, potential spouse. So thought it would be cool to talk about or give our audience some tips and tricks on yeah. the key to marrying well. Actually a recommendation. I think one of our listeners actually sent this uh did they? this out yeah oh, i can't take that oh, you can't you didn't come up wait, wait what did you say i can't i can't i can't say that what? we came up with it oh no but we're giving the people what they want is yeah. my is my is basically my point right Incredibly of course it goes very well with our season and this happened like a while ago it wasn't something that like somebody reached out to us about like Recently, last night but right. the girls did want to know just kind of what are some secrets or the key to marrying well and we have thoughts and we have opinions and these are just our thoughts and our opinions. We are not yeah. trained professionals. We are just And we don't, play, we don't uh, pretend that we are. Right. 
But I think that's a really good question. And I have to really do dig dig deep to like be thoughtful mm-hmm. about this because I really wanted to hit it on the mark as accurate as accurate as possible based on like my own experience. Because there's a lot of things that like people can go down the list. You gotta be this, you gotta be that, yep. and that and that and yep. that. And I mean, how genuine is that, right? Like how genuine, I do I want the person to be my friend. I want the person has to have a sense of humor, whatever, you know, whatever it is. I just feel like a lot of the things are cumbersome. Mm -hmm. And so I was very thoughtful about my list. I only really narrowed it down to four. I I know you have a long, you always have a longer list than me, but I can definitely (laughs) improvise if we need to. We always take off of each other. And I was just kind of run them off like one at a time yeah, because I think each of them kind of deserves its own attention, okay. right? So one, the most important thing in my opinion is staying in power. And I say this all the time, Do. what I call it, rolling up your sleeves and fighting for the relationship, aka staying in power. And I think that, um, you know, as a society, we are conditioned to magnify our partner's weaknesses while also ignoring our own. And I also said this on um, proof season, right? Being with someone that's like holding a mirror up to yourself so you can see your own shortcomings. Um, But I think that someone who is willing to stay committed has like the infatuation or the love bombing stage and wants to grow with you is important. I also think that someone is who is willing to put up with your bullshit because we do come with a lot of bullshit, a lot mm-hmm. healthy, healthy bullshit, right? It's worth it. It's, it's worth it. well, it's worth it. It is, and, but nobody's perfect, right? But not only like someone who's willing to put up with your bullshit, but who's also willing to work on their own. Mm-hmm. I think that's super important because, again, and I've said this before, mm-hmm. I think that you know, not think, but know, you know, relationships are very difficult. Yeah. It takes a lot of work, and I think, you know. The dissolution of a lot of marriages is because one person just stops trying mm-hmm. for whatever that that reason is, right? right yeah. But I think that when you go into a marriage, it's with an understanding fact, that, yeah. again, through the thick and thin, sickness and help, rich or poor, all of those vows. And so, um, I think having a partner who has that staying power and who's committed to stick it out through whatever the issues may be in the relationship, unless it's you know abuse or yeah. serial cheating or something that like is detrimental Just, to yeah. the other person. Yeah. I think that um, you're able to work it out. I think that creates a, a sustaining relationship when two people are really committed to yeah. staying together in a relationship. Yeah. I think it solidifies the foundation yeah. right, of the relationship as well. So agree on staying power. Mm-hmm. Is there... You go ahead. Or... Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is like a back and forth. Okay. A back and forth. All right. Um. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, um, so not, so yes, that's a trait. Um, and then here's a little bit of advice that I, that I had and I'll, we'll go to trait more mm-hmm. traits later. Mm-hmm. Um, be intentional, be intentional about who you spend your time with and how you spend your time with them. Set another way, take dating seriously. So if you are in the space of wanting to, you know, find a mate, I know in today's world, like casual dating is a thing, having a roster, having choices, that's a thing when you're dating. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say that I disagree because you need to figure out, you know, what traits and, and qualities you don't like in a person, but make sure that you are spending your time in an intentional way. Um, and don't just hang out with the person for the sake of hanging out with the person and not for like 
financial or material gain, but make sure that when you are, when you're spending time with someone that it's, it's, it's time that helps you figure out your sense of discernment around what you like and what you don't like. Because, um, if you just kind of go into a situation when you're dating and with more of a YOLO mindset, I think you, you run the risk of, of accepting things that maybe you wouldn't have been willing to accept. Um, if you had just more intentionality behind it. So a, a tip that I would say, um, when you're, when you're single and you are looking to, to figure yeah. out who you want to be with. Yeah. And I'll go back to staying power too, because I feel like a lot of times nowadays, specifically with these microwave relationships, like <laughs> at the first sign of like trouble, mm-hmm. people are just, they're ready to dip. Yeah. They're ready, to, ready yeah. to dip. And, you know, with all of these, I don't know, articles and posts and videos about red flags, I think people's spidey senses are are on high alert. So when they do see something that just maybe not doesn't fit on their list of things, they're running out of the door. Yeah. Um, So there are other things I feel like that come along with, um, you know, someone who all intents purposes has staying power in, in a relationship that looks like someone who... I don't know, maybe you disagree with or maybe has a flaw that not a fatal flaw, mm-hmm. but but a flaw right. that you don't necessarily like or that aggravates you, but you're willing to work pa- or see past that and then work with a partner and then vice versa. Mm-hmm. Right. Somebody seeing a flaw in you or something that they don't necessarily like, you know, in you with your personality, but still just decide to stay with you, stick through it, work it out, you know. Build a friendship X, Y, and Z. So I think that's what that looks like with dating. But I think again, there's some other things that kind of come along with that that staying power, right? And why a person will be willing to be in a situation with someone who may rub them the wrong way. Yeah, you know what I mean. Based off of like, I don't know, some type of action. Like I don't know, like maybe something silly, like. They leave the toilet seat up. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Leave the toilet seat up. Seat up. So I, I don't know. I think. Or they don't have, they're, they're not great at communicating, right? Their communication so to skills. to me, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem. So if I were single and, you know, dating and trying to figure out like who my partner is going to be who, yeah. and making the decision around who I want to be with for the rest of my life. Um, yeah. I'm the, the red flags. Like I'm, I'm paying attention to them. Um, I am, even if you have staying power. Like you might have staying power and work my last MF in nerves, yeah. right? And so if you have certain traits or qualities or exhibit a fil- an inability to communicate effectively or um, that you're not considerate, that you're not thoughtful, but you have staying power, I mean, those are things that in my mind would have me say, you know what, you're a great person because you are willing to stay, but right. it's maybe not great for me. Right, and so the end of what I said Staying power means is mm-hmm. accepting your bullshit and willing to work through their own. Right. So if a person is lacking all of those things, but it is called to their attention and they're actively trying to work on it, mm-hmm. then I think that is, you know, I don't know, a green light to stay in a situation. It's, now, of course, it's if worth you, seeing, it's worth trying seeing, to see it through. Exactly. Okay. Now, if you continue to have the same conversation six months, one year, two years, whatever, mm-hmm. then that's too much. And then right. obviously this person is not trying to grow. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So staying power doesn't matter because you're going to stay here and be dead weight, child. Like (laughs) we don't want we don't want that. But if you are actively working on yourself and you want to grow as well, then 
Yes, absolutely. We can make that work. Mm-hmm. What else is on your list? Another one is someone with driving goals. Mm. Um, I know that you said <laughs> a few weeks ago, it pissed a lot of people off, the 100K comment. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I feel like if a person has drive and goals and they are making $100,000 a year, but they they don't want to stay there, like they're striving yeah. for more, then it's absolutely okay to be with that person and work with that person. I also appreciate the fact when someone can um, show and teach me new things and vice versa, like you can show and teach each other. It's kind of like a yin and a yang. Mm. And so I really wanted to drive that home because there was a lot of misconception, I feel like, about what you were talking about. But we were talking about it in the context of high value. I love how right? you, you literally, no. you're just like explaining my words. And I, I love it. You just I, have a better job of it than just I Just saying, like, just saying, we're talking about it in the context of the episode when we're talking about high value men. But I'm just saying that if you're dating, not, mind you, what I am willing to tolerate at 40 is different than what I'm trying to, what I want to tolerate at 20. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you mm-hmm. know, now maybe if I was single, mm-hmm. if you're trying to figure it out at 40, don't know if that would be. Oh, it's, yeah, that'd be. Yeah. yeah that, you know what I mean? Like, what have you been doing for the last 20 years? But no. maybe 20s, 30s, somebody <laughs> who, you know, has a career, but also trying to build mm-hmm. and has a goal of an accomplishment that they're trying to reach. I can respect that. Yeah, absolutely. And everybody's got to start from somewhere. Yeah. Right. So. Please know that there are very few people, and we are in HR, so we we see this, right? We see what starting salaries are, and yes. we're in different industries, and we have worked in different industries, so we know what starting salaries are. The reality is, if you are in your 20s, you probably aren't starting off at $100,000 a year. Yeah, unless with, maybe with, if you're an engineer, maybe if, if, a, if you have a specialized it, degree, like maybe. Highly specialized, yeah. yeah. But for the most part, if you're coming in with very little experience, maybe one or two years of an internship, you're probably not going to be making that money. Now, if you happen to meet somebody, if, you know, as a, as a male, you meet a female and, you know, you have aspirations to grow in that space or take the learnings from that particular job and- be fruitful and multiply that so that you are making more money. And there's a plan for that. Yeah, yeah. Completely agree. Then, you know, someone has a desire to grow and be better and not be stagnant and stuck in where they are. And so that is definitely a, an admirable trait that you, you want to, as a partner, nourish that in somebody. Yeah. So, and depending on who that is, it's probably better to nourish it mm-hmm. at the beginning oh, yeah. while that person is on their way up than to catch them when they've already hit that lick. Right. Because yeah. then people are questioning all well, like your motives. Yeah. Like uh, right, you're exactly. around and, and, and also it builds a sense of loyalty mm-hmm. too. And, you know, I think a lot of times when people reach a certain status, status in life, mm-hmm. you don't know if people are truly with you because of who you are or because yeah. of what you have. Are right? they genuine? So, yep. Yeah. So it's definitely a diamond in the rough. I'm not saying everybody is like that, but if, you know, for example, if your man is working, you know, I don't know, a corporate job, you know, he doesn't necessarily have to be trying to go out and start his own business, but like, what is his five-year goal? What is his 10-year goal? Does he want to move up in his role? You know, where does he see himself um, in the company or um, with the skill that he has or has acquired? Um, I think that all that you know, kind of where his mind is at in terms of growth. Mm -hmm. So I, on my short list had, um, no, my not so short list, but did have uh, growth on there. Someone who's willing to grow with you, not just from a job and financial standpoint, but 
emotionally, spiritually, mentally willing to grow with you and who wants to support that growth um, for you, with you, but then that you can do that with, right? And who recognizes that who you are today probably isn't going to be who you are 10 to 15 years from now, but has that staying power to be along for the ride and the journey. And so allow you to be who you are, because Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, what I've learned myself on my own journey is that you're with people, you experience people, you don't own people, right? right? And so you have to allow people to be who they are. Right. Um, Because if not, I feel like, I don't know why this metaphor is coming to my mind. It's like a, a, a rat kept. (laughs) <laughs> like caught in the cage, like a mouse in the cage. Like you're just trying to get out, but you can't, yeah, you can't, you can't, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I just feel like it's very, I don't know. Like just, it, it just creates a lot of just unsettlement mm-hmm. and subtleness, I, I guess, in your life. When you're, if you're in a relationship with a partner who does not respect the growth and mm-hmm. does, and does not understand that people grow and that people are different mm-hmm. um, and allow you to be who, who you are, who you are and, and, and what you want to be. Right. Yeah. And I had that as well. Um, be with somebody who you can take the makeup off with, who you could take the metaphorical um, wig off with, right? Who just allows Not you. The, the lashes. The lashes, the wig, whatever, the makeup. All his eyelashes. <laughs> they're, they're not as bad as you think. But I'll find somebody who appreciates and cherishes you for how you look and who you are when you're glammed up, but who loves you just as much, if not more, when you are dressed down and in your most comfortable and vulnerable state, uh, because you, we can't sustain the face for life, right? Yeah. We can't sustain the bodies for life. Age and gravity are going to get the best of us, child. So like, it's important to find somebody who really can just, who you can let your hair down with literally, but, um, and who's not going to judge you for that and meet you where you are, but appreciate you when you're glammed up and all yeah. that stuff. And I know that's a little superficial, but it's true. But it's true. And you I want think, a man who wants you to constantly. But I think that attraction really sustains people throughout like their years. I don't know why. When I see like these old couples, mm-hmm. I just feel like they still see each other in the eyes of like, their yeah, younger their younger selves. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? The same level of attraction mm-hmm. that, you know, they, they have for each other, each other back then when they were in their 20s yeah. or 30s or 40s, that they still have that in their 70s and 80s. That right? when they look at each other, yeah. they, like that twinkle is still in the eye. The, yeah. and, like, the wrinkles are all in the face, but the eyes don't change. Exactly. Right? So, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So the third one on my list is kindness. Mm-hmm. So a person who's generous, helpful, and friendly. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't need to expound on that, I, but I feel like there are some pretty horrible people out there. Yeah. And, you know, a person doesn't have to be perfect, but I think that if a person is kind, it goes a very, a very long way. Mm -hmm. And I think you can tell, you know, people who are just like shitty people and people who maybe have flaws, but are are kind at their heart. They're good people at their heart. Um, So I just, that was one thing that is, is, it sticks out to me and is high on my list. Yeah. Um, I had that considerate, kind, compassionate. Yeah. Um, how do they treat their friends? How do they treat their family? How do they treat their strangers? Mom? How do they treat strangers? Yeah. Right? Like, is it, is it, are they, I don't want to say their pockets bottomless, but are they willing to, yeah. to do what needs to be done to make sure that the people that they care about in life or even the people that they don't know, but they see are on, falling on hard times. Um, are they willing to do what needs to be done to try and 
help someone's position be a little bit better. Yeah. Kindness is important. Someone told me that you can tell how a man is going to treat you by the way he treats his mother. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true or not, but (laughs) our producer is saying no. There's no, there's no merit there's to, no that truth to that Okay. Oh, okay. I don't, well, I don't know. That's what somebody said to me mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, that's so, always been true for me in my situation. Okay. Yeah. Like they've been very careful and have handled their mother. I have loved, loved that. Yeah. yeah. When I see some, a man like really treating his mother with mm-hmm. respect. I mean, just the opposite. If I saw a man disrespecting his mom, I would be scared as a oh, yeah. girl, no. as hell. I would be trying to run the opposite right. direction. Yeah. But okay. if I see a man treating his mother well and treating her with the utmost respect and mm-hmm. just kind of going above and beyond to make sure that she's happy and she's taken care of, I really respect that. And to me, that's that exudes kindness. Mm-hmm. It does. But I will also say, ladies, if it seems a little weird... It's weird. That's weird, right? Too. So there's, you know, That's we know a fine line. There's a fine line because we know line. about this whole Oedipal complex, it's right? Fine, and how it's these, a fine line. these men just be loving their moms a little too much. Um, so if it feels weird, it it's is weird, weird. And speak to them about it. I feel like the real ones will receive that information and be like, oh, well, you know, like I haven't met anybody that I've cared about more than I've cared about my mom. And I've, you know, it maybe creates an opportunity for conversation where like, they don't realize it's weird because they've been doing it their whole entire lives. If they're open to it and they are willing to modify behaviors and they want to engage and find out like what, what does different look like, but how do I not like sacrifice giving and showing up for my mom? Then that's a keeper. If yeah, they're like, no, nah, that's mom's mom to boy. go. Yeah. Right. You don't want that don't because don't want that, you'll always be second to third fiddle. Yeah. And you don't want that. And you don't want someone who's going to constantly choose their mother over you. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's a red flag. So, so, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about <laughs> whether or not he is kind to his mother. If he we respects are. his mother. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about. But yeah, it's very clear of the mama's boys. So speaking of red flags, mm-hmm. I did have on here, um, you know, pay attention to the red flags and don't try to neutralize them. Um, recognize them for what they are um, and don't try to fix them. There are some deal breakers that'll be out there and you know what your deal breakers are. You know what triggering behaviors are going to not serve you well in a relationship. But um, I think a lot of times women, Mm -hmm. probably more so than men, we go into dynamics and we say, you know what? Like he used to do this with an ex. Maybe he'll do, he he won't do this with me because I'm different. No, sis. You can't. You can't, you can't, you're not going to change a man's behavior. You cannot. You're not. So if, if it's a red flag for you and we're not going to sit here and tell you what the red flags are, but if it's a red flag for you, then recognize it for what it is. Figure out if it's something you want to tolerate or something you don't want to tolerate, but don't walk into that situation or stay in a situation thinking that you can change that man's behavior. Because you can't. You absolutely can't. He has to want to change. Um, or and, himself. Or himself. And if you have seen him treat a, a, an ex in a certain way that, you know, raises red flags in your mind, then he will probably treat you the same. <laughs> most likely. Most that, likely. That was a bullet. Pay attention to their past. And, exactly. And those common themes, if he did it consistently with them, he'll undoubtedly do he'll it with you. He'll undoubtedly do it with you. Old habits die hard, child. Yeah. They do. And then the last one I have is, um, what is his core beliefs and values? Mm. So if you both 
have the same core beliefs and values. So, for example, you both believe in God. You both believe in Jesus Christ. You love spending time with family, et cetera. Yeah. I think that, you know, what do you call it? Equally yoked. I think that, is that on your list? I'm sorry. We think the same. (laughs) We do. Sorry, we think the same. But seriously, though, like, I just don't think a Christian, you know, can marry a Muslim. That's not equally yoked to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because how are you raising your children? Mm -hmm. I think you set yourself up for friction in the beginning. The blogs go love (laughs) Just saying. It does happen. Are you? What are you saying, producer? Are you saying it's true? Or are you saying that it, it happens? happens? It happens. He's saying that it happens. It that, happens to you, that, your family. That that's a it, real life it caused situation. friction. It didn't cause friction. Did one convert? Did one? Did convert one convert? Over? Okay. Okay. That, so oh, there yes. we go. Oh. There. That. There you go. The conversion. Mm. So one would have to convert in order for it not to cause friction. Well, I'm imagining the Christian converted to who, con- who converted it, producer. Converted to what? Islam. So he he moved over to Islam. He was a Christian. Okay. Did they disown Family's him? Family's still Christian. Okay. He converted to Islam. Okay. Haven't disowned him. Haven't disowned him. I love that. Okay. So he 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 went over willingly. And you were raised as a Muslim. Both. Oh. Christian and Muslim. Ooh. Okay. That's an episode. That's a whole episode. That's a whole episode. You talk. You're like, this is a different perspective because... Mm-hmm. Situations that I've seen or I know about in the past yeah. did not work out mm. um, because people are, I mean, when you when it comes to faith, specifically if you've been raised in a, a certain faith for your, the entire, your entire life, it's hard to make the transition over. Right. And so I can see how it could cause friction, specifically when you have children involved and you're trying to decide kind of what religion you want to yeah, raise them right. up in. This is perfect case scenario, right? Our producer, what our producer is saying, somebody was willing to convert over without kicking and screaming. <laughs> and the children were able to have both religions and I hope, you know, eventually be able to decide for themselves as they get older mm-hmm. what they what direction they want to go in. But again, that doesn't take away from my point that, you know, core beliefs and values mm-hmm. I feel like have to be aligned. Yep. Um, because to me, that's the foundation of the relationship. And yep. I feel like if that is uneven or there's some type of tension there, then that's just going to start to build a, oh, yeah. a rocky house on, yeah. a, on a cracked foundation. For sure. For sure. And, you know, think about what that core value system is or belief system is, and then how that translates into how you raise your kids. Mm-hmm. And you'll constantly be fighting. One partner won't trust what the other partner does with the other. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a huge one. Huge, huge, huge one. Yeah. Um, so I had a couple more. Uh, um, how do they communicate? That's important. I mean, communication styles can be different, but like how effective at communicating and specifically how do they communicate during conflict? Like what's their fight language? Um, and do they play fair? Mm-hmm. Um, so that I think is important for us to be considering, um, when figuring out. Can I put like a comma mm, on that one? Please. Okay. I'll disagree with you there oh. because I had a very strong fight language back in my day when I was unsaved and unsanctified. <laughs> We've talked about this before. Everybody knows it. Right. All of my family and friends that are listening, my husband who's listening, machine gun, kills. you all know this. Mm-hmm. However, again, the staying power being willing to grow and wants to grow is super important. I just think communication is one of those things that, 
you think it comes so naturally and so easy, but it's one of the most difficult things for people to do effectively. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I just, again, now had, if, if I was still machine gun Kelly and I was still going off and like, you know, saying shit out of my, right. no, but you know, you've, you have to want to work on that, work on that. Right. So I don't think that that's a deal breaker per se, but again, the willingness of a person to want to grow and to want to learn and, and to, to be want open to, and to be open. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So receiving that feedback and then doing something about it, I think is important. I think, well. I think that's a huge caveat. Um, I also had, don't get dickmatized. Cause you know, you put me onto this word. Don't get dickmatized. Hey, now you're using my words. <laughs> no, okay. Um, and the question that I asked was, are you as turned on by their mind as you are by their body or body part? Um, physical staying power, we know over time wanes. Yeah. But, and so does the mind. But like, are you, are you intrigued? Do you guys have mutual interests? Are you able to c converse and, and have conversations that stimulate you, mind, body, and soul? Um, so I think at the very core, at the very foundation. I know we've always talked like men are incredibly visual, but we also have to think, I think men also need to think about like, Hey, can I like hold and keep a conversation with this woman? Yeah. And I think women need to think the same. Um, because again, the physical wanes yeah. faster than the mental does. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Like, I mean, there's really nothing else to, to <laughs> say about that. I, I, I a lot of people do get caught up mm -hmm. in, in the, the sexual, yes, oh, the sexual yeah. aspects of a relationship. Mm -hmm. I think that there keeps people in situations longer mm -hmm. than they should be or yeah. longer than they have wanted to be. I don't yeah. think that you should marry somebody because the sex is good. But again, when you're digmatized, the bitch, you just make all kind of decisions. Like irrational. <laughs> it's just irrational. Like very irrational decisions. And I think being digmatized is different from having like a physical attraction to somebody. Like there's a sexual I attraction agree. and then there's a physical attraction. So right. yes, the physical attraction will wane. And as people get older and again, again gravity does its thing, <laughs> but the sexual attraction to somebody I think deserves its own, you know, will spin like don't get caught up in connecting in the bedroom and only in the bedroom right you know right because we've had well going back to season one right where we talked about connection versus compatibility right. and at the end of the day like you want a hybrid of both mm -hmm. um but if being you know being evolved women right mm -hmm. you want more compatibility than you do want connection um, but that connection doesn't always need to be physical. Like that connection can be, can I just be intimate with my partner? Yes. Intimate means like just letting my hair down, being vulnerable, mm -hmm. having quiet time, mm -hmm. um, and feeling and safe, feeling safe. Mm -hmm. Exactly what I was about to say, feeling yeah. safe with that person. Um, and that is a form of connection and it, it doesn't is. involve like the pokey pokey. It doesn't. So, yeah. yeah. I really want some poke now that I said that. <laughs> Girl, <and> goodbye. <laughs> some poke. Why yum, would yum, you? Yum. I know. Listen. But anyway, know. I'm not going to ask. I know. Um, did you have anything else on your list? No, I had four. That was it. That was like, literally, I had to narrow it down because I'm like, I don't want to be superficial with this mm -hmm. list and say stuff that like people yeah. say every day. I really wanted to be thoughtful and intentional about um, 
my piece of it, mm-hmm. um, specifically just based off of like what has worked for me and the things that I find important and what have helped me to get to like where I am oh. um, with being 10 years married. Um, so that that was really it. I wanted to keep it short and sweet. I think it was a comprehensive list. Um, <laughs> it was short and sweet and it got pretty much all of my... <laughs> All of my bullet points. You know, I tend to be more verbose than you, but um, you do. But at the end of the day, no, it's it's a lot of the same stuff. And I think it is. I think the, what was on the, your list that I did not say that you think would be important for the girls to know? Um, oh, so this was one. Um, pay attention to who he surrounds himself by and with. That's a good one because if That's he's one. surrounding himself with dope boys. Uh, know that he's the one that people are looking up to. I feel like it's important to have, it's important to look at who he surrounds himself by and who he's hangs out with, because um, if he is the highest standard girl of the people that he surrounds himself with, just understand that's probably as high as he's going to get. So he needs to have people that are in a place where he wants to be, maybe in a place where he's been or Mm -hmm. where he is. Like no judgment if the dope boys are what you like and that's your preference. But if you want somebody who, if you want someone who aspires to be more than that and um, gets their money a different way, hopefully they have people in their lives that are doing that and they can at least look at and, and figure out how to emulate some of that behavior. I've been ter- totally turned off by like mm-hmm. in situations like this before, like in yeah, the past, same. like, same. like, but why, mm-hmm. like, why are you the most put together? Well, like to me that, that just, again, just symbolizes the opposite, right? Like you don't have driving goals if you're hanging out with people who don't have it. Like how do you, I don't know, I guess self-motivation can go a long way. I don't know. But I just feel like when you're trying to elevate yourself, mm-hmm. You look for other people who, again, to your point, who are going, you know, where you're going or who are at where you're at. You just don't have time for the same like shenanigans maybe that you had time for, you know, when you were a child or loyalty just does not run that deep for me. Right. Now, I do get that, like, you might have some of you might have dope boys in your life or whatever, like people who get their money in a fast way in your life. And you might be that person that they are looking to eventually be when they grow up, right? And so everybody needs to have that goal person in their life. Well, why are we talking about D-Boys? Can we talk about like people who are like, let's say people are going to college who people are like working at. I don't want to piss. Like, I know. I mean, I'm working at McDonald's. Like, I'm just saying like, what about people who are like, you know, at Joe Boys, just people who get their money in different ways. Different ways, yeah. Different like, ways other than like the corporate, you know, W-2 way. Let's yeah. just say that, right? So um, they might have an aspiration to be where you are. And so you're serving as like a role model potentially for them. And so I do think that it's okay if you have those people in your life, but let's not spend the lion's share of our time with those people, right? That part. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, don't get caught up in, like, the day-to-day with still, again, surrounding yourself with those people right. and spending the time. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it's great to be the person that everyone aspires to be like, but, you know, have that, but then also have that someone else, exactly, yep. that um, that you can look to 
to um, help you grow and develop as a person as well. But yeah, if you, again, you over-index on this, using your word again, on this side, I'm yeah. like, what are you do? What are you doing? Yeah, like you, you sure. say you want to do X, Y, and Z, but you're you're not showing that, right? Mm-hmm. You're still hanging out in the same places with the same people. There's or a not lack displaying, of a desire to grow yeah, my, that, my that desire to grow in advance, and mm-hmm. so yeah, I would be questioning that. Yep, agreed. So I think to put a pin on this or in this, I think at the end of the day. Um, what we're saying is have a level of discernment. It's important to make sure that you kiss the frogs to find the prince, mm-hmm. but make sure that your eyes are open, that you're looking um, at and for the right things. Um, and know that your journey is going to be filled with highs and lows mm-hmm. um, and that there's no perfect person. Um, but the important part is just making sure that you find somebody who is willing to grow with you um, and who gives you the space to grow and that who you can um, help along their journey of growth um, so that you guys can, at the end of the day, show up as the best versions of yourself for each other. Yeah. And um, it's best to not settle than to jump into something that is not the best situation for you. Right. And take your, take your time. Like your timeline is your timeline and don't let society tell you that like, you need to do this by this time oh, girl. because you'll end up regretting that decision. That's all we're going to say. <laughs> Real bad. Real bad. Oh. Period. On that so, note, let's go to what's popping. Can we run it? Can we run it? What's popping? Let's do it. Let's Good do journey. It. Come on. All right. Welcome. Good journey. Hello. Hello. I already took a little sip. I needed to get into it. Okay. I wrote this down because I wanted to make sure I got it right. So for today's stories, we have two clowns, an HBCU conundrum and a bozo billionaire. Oh, Oh. let us begin. I know who the bozo is. Has to be. Clown has to be. (laughs) It's only one. Shall we? Let's let's start there. We're going to start there. The bozo billionaire obviously is Kanye West. (sighs) And the reason he's a bozo billionaire this time around and the straw that broke the camel's back for me Mm. was his White Lives Matter shirt that he wore during Paris Fashion Week. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to read this again because I don't want to get it wrong. But the phrase White Lives Matter as seen on West shirt is described by the Anti-Defamation League as a white supremacist phrase that originated in 2015 following the start of the Black Lives Matter movement. Members of the Aryan Renaissance Society and other white supremacists have promoted the slogan and by 2016, the KKK was doing the same. Now, if you are still rocking with Kanye West after knowing this information, you too are a bozo, not billionaire, but a bozo. <laughs> and I said what I said. One B, not the two. <laughs> One B. I'm just, I don't even, I don't even want to give it energy. Like, it's just so great. Like, it's so, it's, it's so attention seeking. It's so obvious that it's attention seeking. He's trying to rile people up. Totally. He's trying to get people talking about him. And he's doing it all in the disguise of being a genius and not, you know, going along with like the sheep mentality. But it's so, it's so insane. It's very insane. It's really weird. And this is the same Kanye West that a couple of weeks ago was blowing up the internets because he was saying that these white people, the Kardashians, were yeah. raising his black children yeah. and he didn't want them to raise them any. Sir, you are literally the worser of two evils. Like, do you not realize yeah. the damage that you're doing to the black community as somebody that's like at a pinnacle, at the pinnacle of pop culture? And he has 
a responsibility to do better. And yeah. he just refuses to do it he every single time. He refuses to do better. I think, again, mental health. I think he struggles with mental health issues. I definitely believe that, like, the loss of his mother played a significant role in his mental decline. Definitely. Donda would never um, let this happen. Never. never ever. Um, but I just, I don't, I really don't want to give it energy because I feel like that's what he wants. Like, I just feel like he's doing that to like piss people off. Um, I just feel like everything he does, like even like the trash ass clothes that he. Oh God. Yeah. Produces. And he literally put them in trash bags. Like, li- like that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like literally yeah. trash ass clothes like that he got yeah. from like, you know, inspired by homeless people. And, you know, he goes on TV and he's just like, everybody's not evolved and like <laughs> like everybody else is crazy and we're right. and he's so he's like a such he's a genius he's a and genius he's like a visionary no you're not no you're yeah. not he's a creative and creatives are a little bit wonky well they're but a little bit wonky and like, like majorly condescending because majorly that's where my mind was going that in that where i can't put myself in kanye's shoes but that he but in his mind i gather that he thinks that he is way ahead of his time and that yes. us that lay people so yes. are just so conditioned and brainwashed. But the reality is, is like, this is our reality. And like, you are not Jesus. You're not the Messiah, despite you're what you You're not Walt think. Disney. You're not right. Steve Jobs. That's not, that's not happening here. Like, you're, you're not changing. You're not going to change. No. You're not going to change history. You're not going to change the fact that blacks were enslaved. You're not going to change no matter how much money hundreds you amass, of you're years. not going to change people's lives. Right. Well, you you're know. just not going to change hundreds of years of understanding in like history with a t-shirt. And like, you've got to do a lot more than just do what you've done. Create a couple of catalogs 100%. and be, be a fashion designer. I'm saying to put himself designer. in a category with these greats, yeah. like Steve Jobs, it, Apple. It's hubris. You're not doing it's that. Hubris yeah. Walt it's hubris. Walt Disney no. with Disney. He's not even you're close. Not, you're not no. even close, no. Kanye. It's yeah. giving, you know, that that lyric, that Jay-Z lyric is like, he said, uh, I'm not black, I'm OJ. And Jay-Z's like, okay. Like, it's one of those things. Mm. It's like, it's just a matter of time before you're brought down to earth by these white people that you love to worship so much that are not going to accept you as such. And then, like the the cart, the house of cards is going to come crumbling but who's down. Who's going to do it? But no, who's going to do it? Like yeah. he goes in one week and he says, like my black children. He wants the black yeah. people to stand up for him and his black children. And then on the other, like it's just it's giving very bipolar. It is, and I will say this: mental health is a real thing. It is, and I will say this: I will never buy another Kanye West item ever again. We're Me done either. with the Yeezys. I'm not going to burn the Yeezys that I have, child. I was thinking but I'm about not you. Go, I'm not. Are you going to still wear those Yeezys, I'm going to still, because I bought them. I purchased them with my money. <laughs> I'm going to buy them. Same thing, same thing you did with the R. Kelly catalog. Okay, exactly. We're not buying more. No, we're not. But not we're going to wear the ones that we have. Another will be spent on Never again. Yeezy, anything. Never again. And I hope that other Black people follow suit because same. this is out of control. I truly. want better for him. I think this is a, a very sad and devastating train wreck. We're watching it in real time. Okay. Let's talk about two clowns. The first is Danny Lee. So Danny Lee, we had, maybe I, I said this on my Instagram, but Danny Lee and DaBaby were once together. They have a child together. Mm-hmm. Apparently B. Simone was with DaBaby plus a bunch of other people. Anyway, Danny Lee went on Wildin' Out, a show that B. Simone is a regular on. And Danny Lee said, if B. Simone is on this show, I will not be performing a guest we get to the that. show. Yep. Do we get that? I mean, was she with him at the time? No, neither of them are with this man. No, but was she with him at the time that she was supposed to go on the show? No, this no. happened like last week. This was ha- but they don't fuck with each other. Oh, okay. But so you're going to stop my bag be because you're being petty? Fight. I don't no. think nobody's... Does she not be, is it, but she's not able to be on the show? No. Um, what's her name? 
uh, B. Simone was sat down that that episode. Like she wasn't able to be on the show because Danny Lee said that I I will not. And perform. B. Simone went on the show. The show. No, B. I mean Danny Lee went on the show. Danny Lee went on the show. B. Simone sat her ass down. That's what happened. Let me see what she looked like. Well, the remember. pettiness in me. Who? Wants to there say, go B. Simone, and there go Danny Lee. The pettiness in me wants to say, "Girl, goodbye." <laughs> but are we gonna <laughs> ask the girl that you're goodbye? I'm goodbye. Uh, what's her name? Danny, Danny Lee. Lee. No. Be some Oh, yes. Why? Because if I don't fuck with you and you coming on my shit, then no. She's not she going on Nick Cannon shit. But exactly. I'm going to mention Nick Cannon on this But if podcast. I have pull, obviously she has pull. If I have pull and mm-hmm. I don't fuck with you and I don't want to record with you, mm-hmm. then I'll throw it out there. Not shit. Whether or not it sticks is on but the see, owner. But if not, then the whole thing about wilding out is people are like throwing jabs at each other. It's like the dozens. Like, so if Danny Lee's on one team and B Simone's on the other team, then throw your jabs at her verbally. Like that's the whole point of the show. Yeah, she could I, have I lyrically that. decimated that that young lady and instead chose not to. Mm. I think it was clown behavior. Yeah, it's just that's mosquito. mosquito. Yeah, it's, it's clown behavior season here in Texas. It is. Well, I don't watch Modern. I don't know. I don't either, but I, I just either. thought that the whole idea of somebody being able to stop somebody's bag because you're one of many women that your ex-boyfriend slept with is ridiculous. Mm. Well, I think I don't think it was just that. I think there had there was some like friction and like back and forth between the two there. Like, it was. If, yeah. I'm, but still, yeah, nobody's goodbye. bag not, was stopped. I give it all the facts. Give all the facts. So are we going to add, like, recently what happened with Kendra G? And I guess, I can't remember the the hip the ra- urban radio station in Chicago. Um, oh, yeah. But that was a he said, she said. Because Kendra G said that she did, that Danny Lee did the same thing to her. But mm-hmm. Danny Lee's like, I don't know that lady. I didn't right, do that. Right. So that's why I didn't bring it up. Because it's unfounded yet. Unfounded. We still I'm need some it. digging. Yes. We'll I know what? I feel bad for Danny Lee. Danny Lee has been through. How? Because I feel like she has been through it like so has b simone messing I, with these ball players everybody's getting cheated on that's i don't know i don't know much about her i really don't and all okay, i know is enough. that what's her name danny was put out and had a baby and like just that part mortified that. yeah and embarrassed part, completely embarrassed life. by her baby's dad so i she's fighting for her life out here <laughs> she, <laughs> she's she fighting for her life she fight for well, her life. The baby's not doing too well either. His last album has like sixteen thousand in sales. As it should, so he, karma's gonna come. It's spin the block. Get you. And he's so. like, there's no accountability there. And I know oh, there's a lot no. of stop a topic, but he's just like everybody's trying to blackball me. No, no, sir. But are people trying to blackball him on account of what he did to Danny Lay, who, no. for all no. intents and purposes, he really only had like that one something. collab? Or are they blackballing him because he went after the LGBTQ community? But he was blackballed for that, for the comment that he made. But then he apologized and did all those things. But he's not being blackballed. But that doesn't work if you're black and in hip hop. But it does. It works if you clean your image up and you stop doing stupid shit. And he didn't. But he has not. Exactly. That and he's not a good rapper. Like, let's be honest. Well, like at the down. end of the that day, is... he's not good. He's, <laughs> he's, he had he had a couple is, of couple of bangers. The third of the exact same Call album. Call a thing a thing, y'all. Call a thing a thing. It, this is the third album that sounded exactly the same. He's done no work in trying to to change his sound up to be no. Like That's he's fine. no Drake. First two, no. Well, uh, wait, no. 
no one is. So I know. So it's not being blackballed. Just be better at your job, and, and then you'll sell. Just things. be a better person. Yeah, I mean, the baby. Just be better. That's, that's, <laughs> just be, be better. Be better, the be baby. That's all we gotta say about that. Be better. I don't want to spend too much time here because Krishan Rock and Blueface are a hot mess. Express. Oh, that's toxicity. Why are you toxicity at its finest? I said that. I said clown behavior. She said it to me. Oh, you did. But it's clown behavior, and I wanted to add it. But I like where I like where she's going with this. Okay. Yeah. So Blueface. Blue. Blueface is a clown. Krishan's a clown. Mm. But <laughs> but Blueface always says that he's, you know, with other clown stuff. They're always with other people. And Krishan is I just... I'm sorry. Krishan's a mess. She said that they're now broken up after all these women. It's like one after the other. Who's yeah. next? Have brought up videos saying that... And him laying beside them in the bed. And Krishan's finally like... Tongue, you pun, can have tongue. Them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You can have them all of those things. So that both of them are clowns. I hope she does better for herself and removes the tattoo on her neck and the tooth in her mouth that has his face. Well, well she needs... Trauma. Is the so tooth the, the, the prosthetic child? tooth? Yeah. She's missing a tooth. Is that yeah. tooth that she got has him on it? Yeah, the tooth that she can pull in and out has his face on it. And then she has a whole... Tattoo of him right here. Yeah. And then she had the audacity to say that we were never together. Ma'am, what? Not only did you go on Instagram and say, oh, that's my boyfriend now, but you also have a tattoo of that man's face on your neck. Where- Y'all go Clown. together. So bad. what is the angle? Like, why did we bring this to the table? Why did we bring this to the altar? <laughs> why? Because this wasn't part of my the, the clowns. But you didn't have to. The reason why I suggested that she bring it to the altar is because this is literally, it is Messy Boots Express. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, a, a female who we have said is has come from here yeah. and went down here. How did she come from here? I mean, she was doing things all intense, for all intents and purposes. She was... She had her own. She was doing it. Her life was she together. She had a life. It was together. Right. It was, it was yes. seemingly together. And, and when she, you see pictures pre-blue face, this lady looked like she was well put together. Mm-hmm. She had goals in her life she was after. Yeah. And yeah. then she met this man and it was very, it was giving very much Whitney and Bobby. Hell in a handbasket. What are her goals? Who was she? I, I like she wasn't me. I really famous. don't know. No, she wasn't like a famous girl, but she right. just looked like a, a like woman with them. goals. Oh, well right? put together. Yeah. 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 Uh, like somebody that's like, oh, she's going to go to college and do something good with her life. But that wasn't at all the case. No, and this was absolutely in my mind the tale of what happens when um, you get with a celebrity who is just the celebrity, and they who's a bad boy, who's a bad, bad boy, guy. Right? Yeah. yeah. So we we know what she's been through. We know she's been jailed. We know she's had violence against yes. him, and vice versa. And we Back know that she's forth. been subjected to a lot of different things. But my hope is. After all that is said and done mm-hmm. and the amount of embarrassment that she has gone through in the public eye, I'm just hoping that she sticks to this whole I'm single and that she gets back to wherever she was prior to this. Like, I'm rooting for her. Oh. I'm rooting for the young girls. She's who, in the abyss. Um, she I'm is. rooting She's for the, the young abyss. girls she who is. literally see fame and think of that as an out and think that that's the way to go. That... That's not our story. You know what I'm saying? And I think that there are a lot of girls who think that, like, you need to jump on famous dick in order to get to be relevant and to be relevant. At the end of the day, like, that is everything that we don't preach here. It's about amassing your own, having, staying true to your goals and your your aspirations, knowing your worth Mm -hmm. and and staying true to who you are and and not allowing yourself to be brought down by by dudes like that. Tying your wagon to somebody that's not going anywhere. No. All right, last story. I'll keep it brief. 
HBCU, like the majorettes, the dancers. You have been to you. You are HBCU hey, grad. Hey, we are PWI grads. So you. okay, that's that's <laughs> fabulous. Um, it is no shade. Love swear, oh, swear for God. Taken. No, no, no shade. So there was a woman who goes to USC, mm-hmm. University of Southern California, PWI, who loved the HBCU culture so much. She brought the, are they called majorettes? The majorette. Yeah. yeah. She brought the majorettes to USC. Okay. Now Girl. all the ladies, listen, all the ladies on the line are black women. So good for you, sis. However, this is a white woman who brought, no, 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 it's, it's a black, black it's all woman. black women. Okay. Okay. But she brought the PW, she brought the majorettes to the PWI. And, and there's just so much history as I understand it from the majorettes. And now this particular group is getting so much shine. Like they were on the Jennifer Hudson show. This were na- they? Yes, child. It's oh. national news. They're everywhere. And it's just like, once again, it has to be in the scope of whiteness for it to be great. Like, why couldn't they just bring a majorette from Southern, Southern. or Howard or a- literally any right. HBCU? Yep. Because they've been there for generations. Like, why is it now of interest to Now, you? why is it now? Like, big, And I think it was because the black girl was just like, oh, I'm created a, ma- a majorette. X, Y, and Z team squad at a PWI. And I think that was the celebration of it all. Like this black woman was able to create a group um, but, at a PWI. But sis, just go to an HBCU. That's, that's the thing. And also black mm-hmm. groups are created at PWIs all the time. There's Nigerian coalitions at PWIs. There's all sorts mm-hmm. of African black sororities. And that's what I'm saying. So yeah. why all of a sudden is this like, because now what's going to happen, and I assure you, this They're is going to take no time at all. Are they going to create a yard? Yes. They're going to create what? A Majorettes yard. are going to be at PWIs all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to, it's going to lose the flavor I that mean, it wants I will say, it's just a majorette group. And it wasn't all that big of a deal at Southern University, the black HBCU that I went to. I mean, the <laughs> Dancing Dolls, which was the dance team that danced with the band, was the the, the big thing. And I mean, they have their own show now. It was mm-hmm. it's produced by... Um, Chris, uh, he's from the NBA. I don't can't think of his last name right now. He's Paul. Paul, thank mm-hmm. you, thank yeah. you. Chris Paul is a producer of it, so they have their own show. Check that out if you have not done so already. I haven't even done so. Sure. But like the majorette team is not. It was not really that big of a deal. Interesting. At, at my HBCU, really? no, it was not. Probably because it was. It was like mid. A, it met exactly okay. mid. So you had your dancing dolls and that was like their premier dance team. And then you had like the majorette group. Oh. And, um, you know, the, the obviously the dance team has certain standards, has yeah, certain yeah. look. And then your majorettes just kind of, to me, it was always just the people who couldn't make it. As, so like, the ma- the so I didn't go to an HBCU. Yeah. So forgive me for our, my naivete in mm-hmm. asking this question, but are the majorettes the ones, are they on the, the field with the band? No, the dance team is on the field with the band. Okay. So the majorettes are kind of on the sidelines still dancing and they still perform. But the dance team at Southern University with dancing dolls are the ones who are on the field with the band, with but the actual band. But they're also like in the bleachers, right? Because I feel like... I don't remember. That's how insignificant they were to me. Oh. So the majorettes are the dancing dolls. The majorettes, child. I see okay. what you're saying. Yeah, the dancing, love the dancing dolls. Okay. So they I had, feel like maybe you've seen the dancing dolls. <laughs> yeah, you've That's seen the I'm dancing. You've TikTok, seen the dolls. Yeah. Right. Had it going on. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. But majorettes, I don't know nothing about that. I don't. So, <laughs> well, again, I, I get what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. why is it a big deal now? But right. at HBCU, it's like, just simply it's, not. It's just not a big deal. Right. Interesting. Yeah, the majorette well, squad. Yeah. Well, I've learned something today. I yeah, hope you have to. Yeah. Go to the more you know. Enrich your life. 
I wish I did. That's one and of my major regrets in life is not going this. to the HBCU. Yeah. Okay. You're HBCU adjacent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so with that, thank you all for listening and watching. Please don't forget to follow us on IG at Champagne Wives Podcast and also subscribe to our YouTube channel. We will see you all next week. Same time, same place. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye.